0: Polar 7 Enterprises presents Comic NFTs An Ethical Approach Using Digital Collectibles to Enhance Your Independent Comic Business. Read for you by the author, Greg Choswald. For access to extensive references, images, and a glossary meant for beginners, be sure to download your copy of the book at comicnfts.com. Hi, everyone, Greg here. Before we start the next section, I wanted to remind everyone that there are literally dozens of citations in the book to back up what I claim in this section. If you're an NFT skeptic, some of what you're going to hear will likely cause a little cognitive dissonance. I'd encourage you to have a look at my sources. The industry is evolving rapidly though. So if you find anything that contradicts something I'm saying in the book, specifically information from primary sources, please feel free to pass it along and I'll make adjustments to the next edition. It's really important to me that as we move forward, any policy around NFTs is actually based on verifiable facts. So without further ado, here we go. Part 2. Navigating the Concerns Acknowledge the Negative When Beeple's NFT, the first 5,000 days, sold at auction for $69 million in March of 2021, I was both stunned and excited. Here was a living artist being paid dead artist money for art that was the culmination of years of work. For me, it was an exciting validation of a new art market that permits artists to profit from their work regardless of their gender, race, sexual orientation, religion, or physical location. The sale represented an art industry reset where a relative unknown from Wisconsin could extract money from the mega-rich and feed his family and community in perpetuity. Chalk went up for the little guy. It made me happy. And then I went online. Instead of being celebrated as a win for artists. It was the end of the world. Literally. In tweet after tweet, artists were shaming fellow artists involved in the NFT market and vowing to stay away largely because of an article that linked NFTs to damage to the environment. As time went on, people found more reasons to shun the technology, supported by arguments that varied from fair and forward-looking, a very thoughtful Twitter thread by artist Jen Bartel comes to mind, to clickbait-level, broad-brush, reactionary bio and hate, full of falsehoods and the NFT industry was listening. As I stated earlier, virtually all of the initial concerns about NFTs have now been addressed, can be addressed, or could be addressed. It all comes down to how you execute your NFT strategy. In this section, I'll talk about some of the initial points of controversy and offer some potential solutions that will enable you to offer ethical NFTs. My framework for assessing the ethics of NFT involvement is built around the following questions. 1. Is there actual harm resulting from the concern? 2. Is there a way to directly and positively address the concern? 3. If the concern cannot currently be addressed, has the concern been unfairly applied to NFTs when compared to the status quo? i.e., do existing options have the same or worse concerns? 4. If I am against something about NFTs, what am I implicitly supporting? And five, will my involvement with NFTs help solve an issue, make an issue worse, or make no difference? NFTs need not be controversial. I'll do my best in the pages that follow to show you why. Don't destroy the planet. It just occurs to me I'm sitting here with the chairman and CEO of ExxonMobil, And the idea that climate change is man-made is not even a question anymore then in your mind, is it? No, no, it hasn't been for a long, long time. That was from an interview by David Faber and Darren Woods, the CEO of Exxon, June twenty-fifth, 2022. When even the CEO of ExxonMobil is publicly acknowledging the reality of climate change and at least voicing a desire to do better, I believe that all of us, including comic creators, have an obligation to do our best to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, GHGs, that are contributing to the warming of the planet. However, climate change action needs to be thoughtful and unfortunately, especially with complex technologies, knee-jerk reactions on social media often err on the side of witch-hunt, misinformation, and half-truths. I shouldn't have been surprised by the initial reaction to NFTs and how they continue to be viewed negatively through the climate change lens. I've heard parallel anti-technology arguments many times before. Ironically, the most recent time was when I bought an electric car. Nothing is more controversial than buying an EV when your extended family has a long history of working in the oil patch and installing oil and gas HVAC equipment. It wasn't long before my Facebook pages started to fill up with arguments about the error of my ways. Your car is just powered by coal; The grid can't handle them, you know. The battery will just end up in the landfill. What about cobalt and labor concerns? On one hand, there was an element of truth to many of the concerns expressed. However, these arguments also willfully ignore damage from the status quo and the potential for change in the future. I live in a jurisdiction that doesn't even use coal. We are 97% hydropowered. Our local hydroelectricity utility has been planning for EV adoption for years. Recycling programs are coming online and ethically sourced cobalt and battery chemistries that don't even use cobalt are now available. Things change. Where things started need not be where they end. NFT technology has been no different, and an event called the Merge changed everything. As of September 2022, staying away from NFTs because of their environmental impact, especially if you continue to issue print comics, is no longer a defensible position. There are now environmentally conscientious ways to build your comic NFTs. The Curse of Transparency I apologize in advance, but this is going to be a long section you have been warned. Before I get all inside baseball here, there are a few things that need to be said to set the stage. First off, every human endeavor, including breathing, affects net greenhouse gas emissions. Duh, right? Consider the environmental impact of a physical comic in your collection. This is going to sound like I'm setting up a whataboutism, but trust me, I'm not. And I have a point. To come to you, one, Trees had to be cut down, logs transported, and the wood pulped and turned into paper. 2. The paper needed to be warehoused in an environmentally controlled building and shipped to the printer. 3. The chemicals and minerals required for the inks that were used to print the comic needed to be collected, refined, turned into ink, then transported. 4. The comic needed to be printed on equipment that itself had to be manufactured, the constructed print shop was likely heated and or air-conditioned. 5. Once printed, the comics were put into boxes, taped up, and transported to the publisher and or distributor. 6. From there, multiple vehicles were used to get the comic to the shelves of your local comic shop. Again, a place most likely air-conditioned and definitely lit. 7. Odds are you drove to the comic shop to pick it up. There's a good chance that your comic ended up bagged and boarded, again things that were manufactured, and then your comic was driven home. 8. Last but not least, the book was put on a manufactured shelf where it will be kept in a climate-controlled environment for as long as you choose to keep it. How many kilograms of GHGs did it take to get that comic from the creator's hands onto your shelf? And we won't even talk about the graphic novel beside it on your shelf that likely spent a good amount of time in a large, heavy oil-powered container vessel traveling across the ocean. This sort of GHG footprint analysis is called well-to-wheel analysis in the electric vehicle space and has been the topic of significant research. However, to date, I have yet to see an attempt at this sort of analysis for comics. Understandably so, as it would be humorously difficult if for no other reason than there are a lot of steps where it depends. There are so many variables. How many pages were in the comic? How large was the comic shop that sold the comic? Was it air conditioned? How many employees had to show up to work to make sure that you could purchase the comic? How far away did the customer have to drive to get to the comic shop? The analysis would be extremely difficult, if not outright impossible. Because it is nearly impossible to calculate the impact of the status quo, we tend to give it a free pass and hand-wave away the implications. This is in sharp contrast to blockchain technology. In order to create a distributed ledger that can be updated using cryptographic magic in such a way that all parties can trust it, blockchain activity data is transparently available in real time. It is relatively straightforward to approximate the amount of electricity used to run a blockchain because you can tell almost exactly how much computing power is going into the process at any given time. By making reasonable assumptions based on publicly available responsible statistics about the GHD produced to create the electricity to run the equipment, you can get a very reasonable estimate of the environmental impact of the technology. There is no hiding or obfuscating blockchain data. It is also fairly straightforward to see the percentage of the operational capacity of a blockchain used to produce and deliver nfts like a spreadsheet in the cloud there are very few blockchains that only handle nfts and it would be relatively easy to come up with the ballpark figure for the ghg output for the nft portion however most accounts in the general media skip this step and simply use the overall impact of the entire multi-use blockchain And attribute that all to nfts this isn't fair it's like attributing all air traffic to express package delivery while ignoring business travel and tourism but if we're trying to save the planet from a global warming apocalypse we might as well take the assumption as the worst case scenario upper limit this fractional use is why wishing nfts would go away doesn't actually do anything to slow the climate change impact of the technology these blockchains would operate regardless of whether or not they played host to collectibles. Like traffic lights, the infrastructure remains active whether or not there is anything on the road, so to speak. If the power grid was 100% GHG-free and the electricity flowed entirely from renewables, the environmental impact of NFTs wouldn't even have to be a discussion beyond the easily addressable e-waste recycling issue common to all of our modern electronic devices. NFTs could literally be the collectible made from sunshine and wind. Electricity used is not directly correlated to climate warming GHG emissions. This complicates things, but it is enough to know that on average, electrical grids around the world are far from green at this point in history, and any equipment running on the average grid is culpable for the greenhouse gases produced by the portion of electricity it uses. Energy use. When we compare issuing a comic as a PDF via email or Dropbox versus issuing it as an NFT. The only real variable distinguishing the two versions is the use of a blockchain, the part that makes an NFT an NFT. So how bad is an NFT for the earth? It depends on the blockchain being used, but as of September 15th, 2022, the NFTs are terrible for the environment story you've been told no longer holds. Six of the blockchains in Table 1 are even certified carbon neutral. In Table 1 above, and for those listening to this, if you haven't downloaded the book, this is a really good excuse to, I've done my best to track down and collate information to put this all in context. Please note that all of this data is a snapshot and is changing rapidly, in many cases for the better. To get your bearings in terms of comparisons, a typical U.S. home, has a carbon footprint of 48 metric tons of CO2e per year. The blockchains, DLTs, listed in bold, in the preceding table, all host NFTs. It is in no way an exhaustive list of NFT hosting chains, but more a list where I was comfortable with the source of the data. Most of the chains missing, e.g. Immutable X, where Disney and Marvel are, and Palm NFT, Are proof-of-stake chains and would likely appear toward the bottom of the list. The clear winners in terms of upfront energy efficiency at this point are Polygon, Hedera Hashgraph, and Flow. They have the lowest initial energy consumption and any electricity used by these chains is carbon offset. In fact, the Hedera Hashgraph DLT is technically GHG negative as they bought more offsets in the past year than CO2 produced. And just to put this in context, if you're listening in as opposed to reading, at the top of the table, we have beer production, which comes in at the equivalent of 70 million cars on the road annually. And Polyon is 12, not 12 million, just 12. However, highlighting these three chains doesn't tell the whole story, as the totals above include the electricity used for all of the activity on the chain. So while Flow can legitimately say that minting an NFT on its chain takes less energy than a Google search or Instagram post, the primary function of the Flow blockchain is to handle NFTs, NBA Top Shot being the most notable collectible on the chain. So the electricity used is almost all NFT related. In contrast, Solana and Ethereum act as significant blockchain infrastructure for a whole host of distributed applications. Ethereum, in particular, hosts a wide array of banking and investment-like services. Why doesn't every NFT creator use the same chain? In the same way that some creators use a Cintiq and others draw on an iPad, and still others use physical inks, watercolors, and paper, each blockchain has its own strengths and weaknesses. For example, until recently there wasn't an NFT marketplace using Hedera Hashgraph. As a creator, the selection of which chain to use is an important creative choice. It is beyond the scope of this checklist overview to talk specifically about each chain in depth. If there's interest, I'll do that at a later date. But for now, consider that selecting the right blockchain for your comic is an optimization puzzle unique to you. As an example, the blockchain that I'm most likely to use for the first publicly available NFTs for the lump sum saga is the WAX blockchain. The entirety of this modern chain, created specifically to handle NFT collectibles, uses the equivalent electricity of just over four average U.S. households, or comic shops, per year. And WAX purchased carbon offsets to cover even that GHG obligation. This carbon-neutral blockchain supports over 10 million customer wallets, Delivering PDFs via NFTs on this chain is arguably less damaging to the environment than a standard PDF residing on an Amazon or Google server. In addition to my environmental concerns being addressed, some other reasons I have for selecting WAX are 1. The large existing user base of customers familiar with buying low-cost collectible NFTs. My comics would not be out of place being sold for comic shop prices. Two a unique way of paying for transactions that will allow me to gift NFTs. Three, speed. Four, amazing creator tools available to independent creators. Five, genre-comparable projects are already on the blockchain, for instance, Godzilla and Robotech. Six, the relative ease of onboarding new users. And seven, the ability to find a developer for this blockchain who could build my comic NFT PDF downloader. If you select a blockchain to host your NFTs from any of the low GHG chains at the bottom of the table above, you can be confident that you've done an ethical job addressing the environmental footprint of your project. But we need to address the villain in the room, the Ethereum blockchain. Once a climate change supervillain, this electricity-consuming behemoth just joined the good guys. So I'm going to leave it there. The next section is fairly long. I hope you're enjoying the series and please do download the book so that you can have a look at the tables and all of the references that I've included. Until next week. You've been listening to pages 53 through 67 of Comic NFT's Unethical Approach. The book in its entirety is available as a free PDF to all subscribers at comicnfts.com and for a small fee via Kindle and Gumroad.